Chapter number four, how to use bikes. I actually didn't know that bicycles have gears. It was a surprise for me knowing that, but it makes sense as long as you remember a bike is also a conveyance such as a motorcycle or a car. The gear you use depends on the type and the inclination of the ground, besides the speeds you want to reach. This is a very important matter, because if you get used to ride without changing the gears, in the first place you're going to struggle with certain kinds of terrains, and also you're going to risk suffering a chain breaking in the middle of the road. For this part, it's better to have your bicycle nearby to identify all the parts I'm going to mention, in case you're a beginner like me. Or, at least you can look for an image, in case you haven't looked at your bicycle carefully. First, you have the shifters that control the gear system. They are located on the ends of the handlebars, and they can be levers, twist grips, or they can be integrated with the brake levers. On the most bikes, the left shifter controls the front bike gears and the right shifter controls the back gears. In the zone where the pedal crank bar is attached, the bikes have a crankset. In this part, there are chain rings that can be switched depending on the bike because it exists bicycles with one, two or three chain rings. In the back side, we have the cassette that is the stack of cogs and is mounted on the rear wheel. Both the chain rings and the cassette are located on the right side of the bike. They are connected by a chain that allows you to turn the wheels as you turn the pedals. Before knowing how to change the gears, you must understand the relation between the slope of the terrain and the resistance of your pedaling. If you want to climb hills, you will need more resistance so you have a better grip and your pedaling can be stronger. On the contrary, if you want to go down hills, the inclination is going to help you descend so you need less resistance and more control of the spin. If you're in a flat land, you'll need a balance between resistance and control of the speed. I am going to explain how the cogs work deeper. As I told you, the bike can have one to three chain rings. When the bike has just one, obviously you don't have to change it. But when it has two or three, you need to know how to change it and how to relate it with the back gears. The smallest chain ring is located to the left, whereas the larger is located to the right. When you need resistance to climb a hill, use the smaller one that is closer to you. When you need more speed control, Use the large one that is further away to you. In the back side, we have the cassette that, depending on the bike, has 7 to 12 cogs. In this case, the larger cog that is located closer to you provides more resistance, whereas the smaller provides you more speed control. 
This information can be confusing because you won't be always thinking if the cog is smaller or larger in the relation with the resistance. So, I'm going to give you a tip to make it easier. All you have to remember is that moving the chain closer to the bike increases resistance and moving the chain away from the bike increases the speed. Of course you need to practice this a lot to understand it completely, but that's a way to start. If your bike just has one front chain ring, you just need to worry about the cassette gears changes. However, if your bike has more than one cogs, you need to use the front and back gears in an adequate relation. You must use a small chain ring with a large back cog if you want to climb a hill. That is going to give you all the resistance you need. On the contrary, you must use a large chain ring with a small back cog if you need less resistance in going faster. It is essential to avoid the cross-changing and instead move the gears together closer or away from you. When the chain is not aligned between the gears, you're forcing your bike to make opposite functions, and that can difficult your ride and also can make your chain breaks. As a beginner, I recommend you to practice the gears changing before riding in the traffic or in the difficult terrains. Don't change both front and back gears at the same time. Start with the back gears and then the front gears if it is necessary. Additionally, try to anticipate the terrain. If you see that you will need to climb a hill, start making the changes a few meters before so you can do the changes slowly and with calm. This is a very broad topic and it requires lots of patience and practice. Don't worry, we are all learning and that's part of the process. This is Angelica. See you next time in another chapter of How to Ride a Bike, a podcast for beginners. <laughs>